Hi, I'm Dawn Holstead and I'm co-hosting with Leslie O'Connor today. Hi Leslie, how are you doing? Hi Dawn, I'm good, thank you. Nice to be here, thank you. It's alright. So how did you get to the studio today? I live in Leeds, so it takes me door to door like two hours to like get here because I get I get the slow train, I don't get the fast train, so it does take a bit of time. (laughs) And the podcast from multimedia journalism students and staff at Manchester Metropolitan University. Um, I'm joined by my fellow student Callum Scott. Hi, Callum. Morning, Dawn. Morning, Leslie. Morning. So, where are you today? Uh, I'm on Castlefield Viaduct in Manchester City Centre. It's a long disused part of the old railway system that ran from the north into the city, but it's been taken over by the National Trust and they've transformed it into an airborne garden, a tiny forest in the sky. And I'm here in the studio on the MMU campus where we'll also be joined by some of those who've been part of creating the garden in the sky. And we'll be hearing from them about what it means for the local community in this part of the city. But Callum, first, give us an idea of what you can see around you. Well, guys, to my left, Manchester's past with the old Roman fort beneath our feet. And to my right, Manchester's future emerges from the earth as high-rise apartments dominate the skyline. Back on the viaduct, however, I'm with Dimpner Gold, programming manager for the National Trust. So, Dimpner, can you explain what this space is? This is a glorious space in the middle of Manchester city centre. When you think of the National Trust, you may think of stately homes, the coastlines we manage, or the Lake District. But we're here on a pilot and we've brought this wonderful beauty of a viaduct from the 1890s. It closed in 1969 back to life with gardens planting, visitors coming on and just for a year at the moment we're testing out what would the people of Manchester like us to do with it, what would the people, 52,000 of them who live within walking distance of it, love to do up here. And you mentioned the 52,000 people that live in this area, live local to the project and that touches Cornbrook and all down the south of Manchester so there's massive expansion to this project as well. There could be we're working on and off the viaduct so we're working with the lovely people over over in Salford in Odsall, working in Hume, working up in Collyhurst so community groups having their say uh, what would you like to do up here? People are putting the suggestions in, yoga, a catwalk, a bit of comedy, somebody said a rave we won't talk about that one Um, but the beauty of it just the well-being come up here and escape the madness of city center life what does it feel to to have no green if you live in a high-rise with balcony so this is all about the trust core mission to bring nature beauty and history 2000 years of manchester's history dna on this site and as a tram trundles past there we are very very close to the tram line why a viaduct why here Local people, and you'll hear from Castlefield residents, Castlefield Forum later, but people have been clamouring for something to happen to this beauty. It's a historic structure, so it's important in terms of Manchester's past and the stories it tells. Uh, The Trust mission is to restore, to restore beauty, um, not only to places that you have to drive to, but increasingly as part of our urban places strategy, to the 
to cities like Manchester. So this is a great original project in the Trust and we're delighted to be on a, an iconic structure in the middle of a great city. And finally, looking around, I can see you've got trees, you've got plants, and you've worked closely with City of Trees, who we'll speak to later, and the Castlefield Forum. How important is it to bring those community assets together? It's hugely important. The National Trust cannot do this on its own. We're looking to have partners and people to advocate for the project and for for people who are really invested in, in the same issues, the same issues, and we love having them with us. Perfect, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back on the viaduct in just a moment, but for now, it's back to you in the studio, Dawn. Thanks, and here with me in the studio is Georgina Fox. Hi, Georgina. Hi. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. It's okay. Um, would you be able to expl explain some of your job role to us? Yeah, so, um, my job role, I'm a creative mental health practitioner um, at the Horsefall, which is part of 42nd Street, which is a young person's mental health charity uh, based in Ancoats. And my role is quite wide and varied, but it's mainly about supporting young people into our creative programme, um, just trying to do whatever I can to help them feel comfortable accessing creative opportunities and just making sure they're okay like that could be within a session just having a chat with them or it could be ordering a taxi for them to get to the the session it really is wide and varied but it's really fun sounds really good um leslie do you have any questions yeah so please georgina can you just tell us a little bit more about your job and what you actually do within the community so at the horsefall we really believe in creativity for our well-being and how we can each and every one of us look after ourselves through being creative so it can be you know doing some coloring in doing some drawing uh, taking pictures and we run lots of different projects so um, this week for example on a Thursday we have a creative drop-in every week and that's at the Horsefall building in Ancoats. And anyone, any young person, 13 to 25, can come to the drop-in, 4.30 till 6.30. And it's a really relaxed space. So I'm there, we get creative prompts out, we have snacks, which is the most important part for me. Um, and it's just a place of people coming together, um, just having a, it's meant to be supportive, creative, um, and it just really supports everyone's well-being um, and it's really yeah so that's on a Thursday and I also develop projects with schools we're developing a, uh, we have a the horse where we do a, a festival every year called the future is ours festival and as part of that we pair a young person with an artist and they create a piece of work that's to do well it's to do with whatever they want to it's about getting young people's voices out in the city and um, so I support the, the running of that. Okay, and do you get um, a lot of people who are suffering with um, mental health where they need to interact and, you know, join this group? Yeah, one of the, the main um, issues that young people come to us with is either depression or anxiety, um, loneliness, and that is, especially, you know, since the pandemic, um, and that's really one of the the ways that we can help young people is by allow giving them a place to 
be who they want to be and come together with other like-minded young people um and sometimes you know we don't have to talk about mental health but it kind of underpins everything that we do thanks that sounds great and on a personal level do you feel like this is a really fulfilling role like how does it make you feel being able to do this uh yeah i love it i wake up every day and i think oh what am i doing today as i said every day is different um which just really makes it so exciting um i love seeing the faces on young people when they come in you can see that they're a bit anxious sometimes they're quite shy but usually within a few weeks you can't get them to stop talking and I love that and they normally start taking the mick out of me and that's when I know that I've done a good job because they feel comfortable Uh, so yeah it just feels great to know that I'm kind of making a difference but also getting to use creativity which is something that I'm really passionate about. That's great thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having me. It's okay thanks. Callum are you still on the viaduct what's happening? Yes. Hi, Dawn. We now have Joe Barnes-Taylor here, who's been speaking to City of Trees Group and Castlefield Forum. Thank you, Callum. I'm stood here with uh, Callum McGowan from Castlefield Forum in front of the gorgeous uh, Spirit of Place uh, plaque. Callum, tell me first of all, just quickly, what is Castlefield Forum? Uh, Morning, Joe. So we exist by the community for the community and we represent everyone that lives here, works here and visits here. We're we're made up from uh, residents and businesses and we've always been open to that. Thank you. And this viaduct's been here, was built in 1892 uh, and was used for carrying heavy heavy rail traffic up until 1969 when it was closed and has since sort of been left to rot until you guys came over and did it up. What inspired the, the project here to sort of green it up? So I guess we've been going for about 13 years and we've always stood under it and looked up and thought, what if and and why not and how might we? But it's always been bottom of the to-do list because of the immense difficulty to develop it and the cost associated with it. And as a community group, we just don't have that available. So when the National Trust leaned forward and quietly said, do you want to do this with us? We initially thought it was April Fool's Day, but it wasn't. Uh, And so here we are now. Suddenly the pilot is open. It's going to be here till next summer. And we're really excited about uh, what's before us right now. Fantastic. And talk to me about the benefits this this green space has for the local community. Why should people listening want to come and visit? Um, And how long have people in the local area been waiting for something like this? Good question. I mean, Castlefield has has had residents since the 80s. Um, There's a lack of green space across the whole city, not just in Castlefield. And as we see more and more apartments appearing, almost like a crown, around the city centre, the population is going through the roof. There's thousands of people within a short walk of this place, uh, and it's about time we did something with it. The crucial thing for us is that this was a hard-working railway. It's been redundant for 50-odd years. Uh, it's time it was uh, back in use as a hard-working space. Crucially, a connection as well to all the neighbourhoods around here. Uh, you've got Hume, Cornbrook, Mona, Ordsall, and all the neighbourhoods even further afield, like Middlewood and all the flats over in Deansgate Square. So uh, let's use it. Let's keep people off the polluted streets and get them up into the sky. Sounds amazing. And in terms of the future, what potential do you see for this viaduct? So as someone that works in product development during the day, we're quite cautious not to bias the outcome. We want people to come along and tell us their thoughts and dreams and hopes. There's so many exemplars around the world that have done this before. We say, let's do it differently. Let's do it our way. There's a big enough space up here for all sorts of stuff. It doesn't just have to be a walking route. There can be entertainment, grab a coffee, have your lunch, have a drink, watch some theatre, do whatever. 
sketch a painting i don't know naked yoga no don't do that it's not work safe but you get the drift there's, there's a world of opportunity out there thanks so much uh Callum. i'm now turning around to talk to uh amy lawless from city of trees um i said a similar thing to Callum just now uh what is city of trees Hi Jo, yes, we're from City of Trees, we're the community forest for Greater Manchester, so we're the tree planting movement for the region, so we're planting millions of trees to green the region and we also look after the city's trees and woodlands and a big part of our work is connecting communities to the benefits that trees bring and fostering love for them in the area. Fantastic. Uh, we've heard from Callum just now about how you, you City of Trees has been working in partnership with National Trust and Castlefield Forum to uh, develop this space. Um, what does this green uh, space represent to um, you, for you as, uh, as an organisation and its visitors? So firstly, we're so pleased to be working in partnership with the National Trust. They're really key partners of City of Trees. And I think to us, the viaduct represents the partnership and the will and the want to bring about more green spaces in Greater Manchester. So it feels really special to be working with people and other organisations like Castlefield Forum who all share that joint vision. For us, we want to um, demonstrate to visitors on the viaduct the importance that trees bring. So our plot is all about um, the benefits of trees through the ages, so how trees were used in history for food and shelter and clothing, but then bringing it back to the present day so people can understand and learn what trees do for our climate, how they keep us um, protected from extreme weather conditions, how they prevent flooding, and just to really bring about that love for trees and why people should really, really think they're special and want to protect the ones that we've got yeah it sounds like you could talk all day about the benefits of trees sort of in general but for this for this local community in particular and for visitors coming to see it um what are the benefits of this green walkway so i think as callum said it is bringing a vital green space to the heart of the city so giving people a space to come take some time out relax get into nature, promote that connectivity with nature in an urban setting which is it is growing and there's more buildings popping up, but just giving people that time out, being around plants and trees is improving to reduce stress levels and to really boost people's mental health and well-being. And so I think the Castlefield Viaduct gives visitors, whether they're coming from afar or from an office around the corner, the opportunity to just take some special time out in the heart of the city. And just finally, talk to me about the cultural heritage of this area and how it ties into the project. So our, our plot really, really lends from the architecture and the history all around us. So we've got trees on our plot, which were used in the Industrial Revolution for spools and looms and in the mills and factories. We've got the sweet chestnut tree, which was used by Roman soldiers to feed them when they were building the fort, which is just down off the viaduct. So we really wanted to draw out the rich history of where the viaduct sits. And that's a really big part of what we're doing here. Perfect. Amy, thank you so much. Back to you, Callum. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Amy. And thanks, Callum. Um, on the viaduct, it seems like there's no end of activities for visitors to take part in. 
and Drew Pauly and Leslie O'Connor have been sampling some of them for us. Hello, we're here on National Apple Day and today we're making pressed apple juice from apples donated from allotments around Trafford area. To begin with, the apples are being chopped up and cored before being thrown into a funnel to be ground up. We're turning the wheels on the side of the contraption to help break up all the parts of the apple. After that, we have to replace the grinder with a flat pressing plate, which needs to be tightened down until fresh apple juice starts to trickle out of the bottom. Delicious. Sweet. And you wouldn't think it'd be so sweet. But it's sweet, fresh, fruity, a lot of flavour. In this part of the viaduct, there's lots of things for children and adults to do, and it seems there's something new here each week. I'm reminded that you're listening to a special edition of the Bang to Rights podcast from journalism students and staff at Manchester Metropolitan University. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you'll also find us on SoundCloud at MMU Northern Quota. And that's all one word, MMU Northern Quota. Hi, Amy. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Can you explain to us where you are now? Uh, right now, I am in the middle of the gardens at Dunham Massey, um, so right out in the sticks on the edge of Manchester. Great. And could you explain a bit about your job? Yeah, so um, I'm a gardener with the National Trust, um, and I look after two gardens. Um, I'm the sole gardener at the Castlefield Viaduct, um, the one-year pilot project there, and I'm part of a big gardening team at Dun & Massey, so two really different kind of gardens that I look after, one really urban, one really rural, very different challenges and um, kind of climates and um, plant collections to look after. Okay, and would you say these are quite high maintenance roles? Sorry? Would you say these are quite high maintenance roles? High maintenance? Um... Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, it, it's quite an intensive form of gardening that we do at the National Trust. We're, we're looking after, you know, complicated plant systems, doing a lot of seasonal interest, bulb planting, summer bedding. So it's, um, yeah, it's quite a high maintenance gardening style, definitely. And Leslie, would you like to ask Amy any questions? Yeah. Hi, Amy. Hiya. Hiya. Um, Amy, what what trees do you plant then throughout throughout the year? Trees? Yeah. Do you plant any trees? Yeah. yeah. So uh, we planted a lot of trees at the Castlefield Viaduct. We tried to keep them kind of really native um, and as nectar-rich as possible for the urban wildlife. So we did um, a lot of mountain ash, sorbus, um, Silver birch, betula utilis, um, a few crab apples, um, that kind of thing. And actually, on the viaduct, we had to ratchet strap the root balls down to concrete blocks to cope with the exposure in the high winds there. Whereas um, at Dunhamassey, we've got like a huge range of really quite interesting specimen trees, um, lots of kind of rare and unusual types. Uh, we love we love a Japanese maple here. Um, got the um, the rain tree, the colrutaria, um, is one that we've planted recently in the garden. Uh, so yeah, quite different types at different sites. 
Wow, Amy, that sounds really interesting. I know we came down there last week and we saw all the different trees and uh, the apples and that. So, yeah, it was very interesting. No worries. Yeah, no, we're, we're working with all kinds of different community groups up on the viaduct um, and trying to trying to engage um, as big and uh, diverse a group as possible with with the project. So, okay. yeah, that, that's that's our, our kind of mo for the Castlefield project. So we've been doing we've been inviting a lot of um, different community groups up. Uh, Everything from um, the Ramblers Association to, um, you know, homeless charities, sex worker charities, uh, and getting them involved in, in what we're doing um, through workshops um, and tours. So that's that's our kind of um, community engagement tack on uh, on the viaduct. That's brilliant, Amy. Thank you so much for sharing all that information with us today. <laughs> all right. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Amy and Leslie um, with me here in the studio and to the whole of the production crew here and on the viaduct with Callum. So we're back inside now at the end of the viaduct looking towards the largely undeveloped space. I'm with Dimpner once again, Callum from Castlefield Forum and I'm with Praise Wellington, the project management trainee here, the youngest member of the team. And I'll come to you first, Praise. What, when you look out at that, you know, you see future development but it's it's you that will be using it for the longest time what do you want to see down there i think it's a space in the heart of manchester that should be for the people of manchester that can help connect everyone to the places that they want to go and callum when you look down at that what what's your initial thoughts i think some people see just dereliction and sadness but i can just see an opportunity to connect us all the way down to solver keys and old trafford and a really exciting new route to get people off the streets. Perfect, thank you very much. And finally, Dimpner, for yourself, what is the goal in the end? What's the end goal of the viaduct? So the end goal is to listen, listen to what the people want. The National Trust can't do this. But you look out in the morning at the aching beauty of this site and just imagine. Imagine getting on at the other end and walking through the city. And with Callum and Praise, and as a native Mancunian, uh, you know, National Trust done an absolutely sterling job. And for everyone forever is the mantra. And that's what we want this for everyone forever. And that's perfect. Thank you very much. So remember that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Northern Quota and also follow the discussion on legal things and mobile journalism, on Bang to Rights, on Twitter, at Rights Bang. Thanks for listening this morning. Bang to Rights will be back in its usual format on Spotify and Apple Podcasts in a couple of weeks. Please do subscribe and leave us a comment or review, and we'll speak to you then.